This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Good to be with you on a Balls Wednesday. Don't forget that trivia question coming your way for an opportunity to win $25 with our friends at Garnet and Gold. Look forward to that here coming up in just a little bit. That'll be, uh, when do you want to do that, Tommy? When do you, when do you want to ask that question? Maybe what do you think of the question? You uh, like, do you like the question? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with the question. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Looking at these Weekend lines. Tomorrow's Redemption Thursday. A full Redemption Thursday slate. What do we have here? Can you feel the tension it's in the right. air right now? It's all out there, baby. I know I can. You know, it's interesting to note the opening line of Georgia in Oregon was 17 and a half. That's Georgia. That line has since moved to just 17 south point circa golden nugget westgate win caesar's mirage it's 17 it's moved a half point since that came out a while back that's it that has just remained remarkably stable it has to be the knowledge that oregon has about georgia's scheme familiarity right yeah and they got good players uh they recruited well they've got good players uh, if isn't it bow next didn't we have that discussion last week yeah they they ended up um they named somebody else well no what i'm saying is when i was talking about their offensive line talking about their defensive line i mean i against georgia you've got you know you you, uh, yes bo nix is that oregon you're correct but uh i'm less worried about quarterback and i don't love bo and i'm picking georgia i'm not betting the game i'm just saying if bo's the quarterback there you know in order to cover georgia might need 21 points you know yeah well it's kind of hurt to lose 15 players to the NFL draft. I mean, one would think if you have 15 players taken in the NFL draft that you're going to take a step back. We'll see. little underrated, saucy kind of game that's out there this weekend is that uh, Arkansas-Cincinnati matchup. Mm-hmm. That is uh, running concurrent to the Oregon-Georgia game. It's uh, pretty much the same window. I think it kicks off at 4 Eastern. Six and a half. Arkansas right. is favored by six <laughs> and a half. Really? There it is. Some of the other highlights to, uh, you know, I told you, Tom, all off season. really couldn't wait till Saturday, September the 3rd to get to that big Rutgers-Boston College matchup. Folks up there in the Northeast are ready to rumble. That number is a touchdown, right? It is. Boston College? 
By a touchdown? By a touchdown. Interesting. What's the over-under? 20? <laughs> 49 and a half. What? You're taking the under. Yeah. It's been moved to 48 if we're going consensus Ooh. line. Got to get on it. Better jump. Tom skewing the line. Pounding that under. Pound it. Here's a game. Here's a game I'm going to give you tomorrow and a game that's on my personal list. Give me Illinois, plus three against Indiana. You have a small affinity for what Mr. Bielema's doing. I just think Indiana sucks. They had the, the good COVID year, and everybody was like, look at Indiana, man. They're really, yeah, no, they suck. And I, I'm getting three. I'll take it. Hey, buddy, tomorrow it's West Virginia at Pitt. I know it is. Well, backyard action. Here we go. Yeah. No, I'm 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 anxious about it. Uh, being in a sports book while watching all the love—that's what I call the return of college football. Mm, just mm-hmm. all the love is all around you. A swath of love. Just it's all there, and you know you just you have to be careful. You can find yourself betting on games like Buffalo and Maryland. It just happens. They do play this weekend. I might add. Uh, it just could be. I didn't make it up. The next thing you know, you're like, Tom, that Texas State-Nevada matchup is about to be a go. Mm-hmm. Let's get our tickets in. <laughs> about a little Wake Forest hosting VMI. Okay. It's a little 7.30 ACC network kickoff. A little Massachusetts and Tulane calling your name, right? All of mm-hmm. a sudden, you're like, look at this. That's tomorrow. That's so cool. It's, it's weird because we've played a game and we've seen some games. But it really does feel as though tomorrow is opening day. And it's it, when it's when the football season really starts. It's um, yeah. I mean, outside of uh, Penn State, Purdue. Come on, what are we doing? We're betting. We're betting on games. We're gonna o'clock. have a good time. Putting that on Fox. I will tell you that uh, most of the people thinking about our game on Sunday. Have reached a level of uh, it's it's you know it's Balls McWednesday. They've reached a level of nerves. I saw it, Preston. I saw it. Seventy-eight yards passing for Nevada last week. Preston's a man uh, that I, I I admire. His uh, Saturdays are similar to my Saturdays. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Good times bound. Every game can oh, be man. interesting. Sportsbook Central and NOLA. And you don't even have to be at one because, you know, it's on your phone now. You can put your ticket in from your phone and listen to great music. So it's going to be quite the experience. Dave said, hey, thanks for the fireball shot. Love the show. I bought Dave a fireball shot uh, at the, on Saturday. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah. Was um, that during the weather delay? No, it was at uh, the second half of the game. It had become a runaway. My, oh. Yeah, yeah, my, my, <laughs> no, in, the, no. in the Memorial Champions Club? Yeah, I was there. Right. and uh, No, no. I, I went to get a beer for my father, and uh, <laughs> and I saw Dave. Dave walked up and said that he enjoyed the show. We began to have a conversation. I said, uh, how about I get you a fireball shot, Dave? Why don't we do that? Wow. Did you guys take a selfie video? No. Okay. So that's why you got Dave a fireball shot, because he understands. We're grown-ass men out here yep. having a fireball yep. shot. Um, <laughs> oh, see, he returned the favor. He right. got you an A5. Yeah, right. no, I wasn't saying he was cheap. I think, you know, by that time it was 40-7. to 7. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we were wrapping things up on the Did evening. you stay all the way? Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm impressed. You thought I would jet? Yes, 100%. No, we stayed. The moment that Jordan was out of the game and maybe the pick by Tate. Maybe after they scored their touchdown. There it is. That's the moment I think you would have been like, all right, well, then we're not shutting them out. No, no. We uh, we stayed for the entirety of the game. I wanted to see every last player that got an opportunity to play in said game. And uh, How'd your dad feel about the game? He was happy. I think, you know, that's something, by the way, this week. It, it's it's so funny to think, yes, we're still using prize uh, picks. Yak, I'll, I'll be on that yeah, later. They start that tomorrow. They start tomorrow. That's right. They're back on board. All the gambling people are coming back, guys. Lee Sterling joins me on Friday. We've got the – what's the other thing we're doing there? The uh, prize picks pri- again. Well, no prize picks, yeah, but we also times. have – Yeah, we have um, bet whatever – Oh, my bookie? Yeah, my bookie. That's, yeah, that's uh, a headlines venture. Yeah. I got all kinds of people. Yeah. Good for you guys over at headlines. <laughs> We've got a lot, man. I'm, I'm looking through the list of things that I got to remember to tell everybody about. Look at all this stuff. We got a lot of stuff, guys. A lot of stuff. Your dad is typically a good barometer, though, of the Knoll fan. So I wanted to get back to that point. Isn't it nice to overanalyze and dissect a 40-point win? Now, again, you can do that and talk about how nice it is to do that while understanding that you really can't derive a lot from it. Meaning, look, you... You are faster, you are bigger, you are stronger, you are deeper, you are everything better than Duquesne. You did what you should have done. You did exactly what was required of you in a game in which you are a massive favorite. Speaking of which, if you would have found a line, you would have found a line at around 41, 41 and a half. I found that line and paid dearly for believing that they would cover it with a bunch of stupid field goals late in the second quarter. But so what I would what I'd tell you the first half line did cover. Uh what I would tell you is that Florida State hasn't I mean we haven't seen Florida State take care of business in that way in a physically imposing dominating way for especially early in a season when you go in with expectations. Yeah. We just haven't seen it. Now yeah the the one off UMass where No, but just, this was different than UMass. Yes. This was a different like I I, I sound like Jimbo. I was gonna say a different something else, but it ended up being Jimbo with uh who was it? Was it uh was it the Ruble discussion? Or was oh, that Beatty? It was, Maybe it was Case and Beatty. Oh, anybody got debt? Yeah. That was Case and Beatty. Yeah. That was Case and Beatty. That game still had rushing touchdowns, but it didn't feel like this one felt where they just decided we're gonna we're gonna roll over on you every play, and we'll throw it a little bit, but you know what? This is this is who we are. We're about pounding the rock. This is the identity we want to form. We want, we want one of toughness. The receivers were engaged across the board. Micah Pittman missed one block or maybe two, but I thought on the whole, to use uh, one of the mm. old hashtags, mm-hmm. Johnny was great before he got hurt. Malik was engaged. Keyshawn Helton was downfield throwing blocks. I mean, there was a commitment to toughness. That felt different than even the UMass game did last year. Well, I think if your identity is that you want to be a team that can run the football, you better be tough. And if you've added depth to your offensive line, you've added size to your offensive line, you have a quarterback that you want to run, which also opens up the rest of the running game, You want that is your identity. Florida State is going to be a running football team who's capable of passing. It's not the other way around. This isn't one of those teams that's going to spread you out and sling it all over the, the lot 
and and get you reeling and then run the football. That's not this team. This team's going to try to run the ball. Now, in individual games where that advantage is is moot, then, yeah, maybe you come at it a little bit different way. I think this game is – but the identity of this team, the core of what they want to do is to run the football. And I still think that makes sense because your quarterback, even if he's better, is not an elite passer. Secondly, you don't have an elite receiving core. You have one that's better than a year ago. Great, good. At least you have some viable options. That's good to know. Still not elite. So it makes sense. You don't have a tight end you believe in. So there's all of this that tells you you've got to run the ball. You have a bunch of running backs you trust, a deeper offensive line, a mobile quarterback. Yeah, run the ball. But the thing about teams that run, it's here. It is constant. That is your ass. You are going to get worn out. We're going to move you side to side. Then we're going to bludgeon you up the gut. We're going to do all of these things to impose our will, which is what the running game is. So they better be tough. They better be physical. And I thought that's what was smart about the game plan against an outmatched team. They're outmatched against the pass or the run. Didn't matter. You had your choice. The choice was we want to run the ball. We want to instill in our offensive linemen's heads and our running backs' heads, run hard. Here it comes again. Here we go again. You can't stop it. We're going to keep running it. Now, I don't know how many times they can do that this year. I don't know how many games where in the second half they're doing that. Yeah, there's one advanced scout that's valuable this weekend, which is, uh, I believe, Syracuse and Louisville, right? Yes. Yeah. That is an interesting matchup because that's all Syracuse does with Sean Tucker. Yeah. So it'll be valuable information as to whether or not that's something that we could do. Yeah, and otherwise you would really probably never choose to watch Syracuse and Louisville, but we do play Louisville right around, you know, obviously right around the bend. Some people, I was reading an article yesterday, uh, and they were talking about Louisville. Yeah, it is Syracuse and Louisville. By the way, that number is four for Louisville. It is. It opened to four. It's moved to four and a half. Consensus four and a half. That tells you what Vegas thinks about Louisville's run defense, right? Because Syracuse is a one-trick pony. But I also think Syracuse, the people who, if you, if for some reason you think Syracuse is better than they are, then you think they got better on defense. If you think Louisville's better than, I don't know, uh, they were a year ago, then you think they got better on defense. You already know Malik Cunningham, uh, and you know they have weapons on offense. So you're looking for their defense to be better. So I sure hope they're wrong. I sure hope that defense isn't a lot better. I think that's the area that we plan to exploit against Louisville on the road is is that game may end up being a bit of a high scoring game which in this week I look at the tilt as lower scoring or at least certainly for the first half when they're feeling each other out figuring out what works what doesn't work I I think they're both these teams this game may be boring we're going to be sky high emotionally they'll be sky high emotionally the fans in the Superdome will be sky high emotionally the coaches are going to be cautious. So everybody's going to be at a fever pitch, and the coaches are going to be like, hold, let's see, I don't know, what are you? <laughs> so because there's a lot going on, and you, you, it's so early in the season, you don't want to make big mistakes that swing the momentum and change the energy of the all that stuff. Just, I don't know. LSU's a great unknown, man. We know some of that personnel for sure. We know the guys that project to the NFL. Uh, we know Boutte is a star wide receiver. We saw Jaden Daniels at Arizona State, but all these guys are coming together. You know, you got you got to see how this offense looks. You got to see what this offensive line is. A bit of a patchwork group. We got to see. You know, they're going to play with three down line linemen mainly defensively. We know that, and three good ones at that. But they're they're kind of a great unknown. 
So I do think there's a feeling out process, which leads to, without a big mistake, a pretty low scoring first half. Might might change in the second, but that first half, I think you're going to yeah. get pretty low scoring. Yeah, I think it might be in fits and starts for both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of a sloppy, convoluted game. I, I'll believe that we are a consistently productive offense when I see it, but I think we're we're going to a place where you can expect when they run hot, it's going to look good. That's something we saw in camp. You know, there were, there were certain days where the offense had the opposition off balance, and you thought, man, he's in a rhythm. Mike is in a rhythm. I don't know that we've had too many opportunities to see Mike Norvell in a rhythm mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if that happened a little bit more often. If you can complete passes with regularity, you know, it doesn't have to be 30-yard bombs. It just has to be an 8-yard in that we're talking about. You know, Johnny on first down, what can he do for you? He's a huge target to hit. If you can do that with some consistency, then you might see what Mike Norvell at Memphis was like, what those fans know him as, Woo! because they don't recognize the offense that we've had the last couple of years. Well, the fans at Memphis saw him score 70-plus points three different times when he was calling plays at Memphis and, and leading their offense, yeah, when he had everything clicking the way that he wanted to, yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask this trivia question. You guys got to answer it on the message boards, right? Is that what we do? Yeah, they go to the thread. And there were it was crazy last week. It was uh, 25 or 30 responses within a few minutes. So you better get on it. Be ready, folks. Get over there to the Tribal Council and look up top for the trivia thread. And the first one to post the correct answer here after I ask the question, uh, you're going to get a $25 gift card to Garnet and Gold. So here you go. You ready? You got your thread over there ready to go, too? Everybody can get in there? I'm trying to stall for him, Tommy. That's right. It's trying to top. do the right thing. It's got a little yellow bar next to it that says important announcement, and then you see trivia in all caps. Now, obviously, this is for Warchant.com members only. So if you have not signed up, it's a buck. Go sign up. You may not get there in time, my friend. Not this week, but maybe next. It's a buck. And you could win $25. Yeah. Garnet and gold. A little 250% ROI. Woo! All right, you ready for the question? Garnet and gold trivia time, kiddos. Here we go. This, again, for warchant.com members only. And you have to be the first to head to the Tribal Council and post the correct answer in our trivia thread to win 25 smackaroos. Who was the last Seminole? Who was the last Florida State player to score a touchdown against LSU? That's your question. Again, who was the last Seminole to score a touchdown against LSU? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply lost in a crowd alone It's about to kick in. You can let it ride. I love it. From Okemo, Oklahoma. 
guest. Get ready to crank it. All right, if you're hearing this right now and you or someone you know is active military, a veteran police officer, firefighter, nurse, or a teacher, listen up. My friend Shannon with Legendary Home Loans has a hometown hero loan program designed to make a difference to those who make a difference in the community. Uh, good way to start here. It, it, you know, Maybe it's time for you to buy a new home. He's going to waive all lender fees for all hometown heroes. $1,600 value right out of the gate. If you decide to use their preferred title company for the closing, you'll be saving another $600. Now we're up to over $2,200 in discounts right off the top. That's good. So here's the deal. If uh, you or someone you know is active military, veteran, police officer, firefighter, nurse, or a school teacher and looking to buy a new home, choose Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Give them a call today, 844-FSU-LOAN. That's always a good way, 844-FSU-LOAN. That's 844-FSU-LOAN. Or you can visit them, FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. The answer to the trivia question, Tom, we have a winner, I assume. We've got it all done. It is freaky how fast you people are on the keyboards. Within 10 Quick. seconds, within Sneaky deaky. 10 seconds of you completing the question in real time, because we're on delay in some mediums. I remembered Boom. this answer. Uh, it just strikes me as amazing how fast time goes by, because uh, when I thought about it, uh, well, it was one of my guesses, but uh, I couldn't believe uh, we had to reiterate exactly the, uh, the year. The answer is Amp Lee, and he was a wonderful player. Good old Amp Lee. And, uh, oh, by the way, that happened in 1991. Sweet Jesus. It's a long time ago. I saw where one of my guys voted for my boy William Floyd, who was indeed on that team, but no, it was yeah. not. It he was had quite, not a, last quite a few votes. Uh, poor uh, Sip Knoll, old Miss Sip, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Was just, I mean, a tenth of a second behind. But A-U-C-E, Noel. There you go. A-U-C-E, Noel. You are victorious. $25 to our friends at Garnet and Gold. Do you know that I have failed to go buy Garnet and Gold and pick up my gear? Well, you need to rectify that they before are, we hit the road. They are dear partners of the Jeff Cameron Show and Warchant.com and the pregame show and all the stuff we do. Locally owned. I, yeah, and I need to go by there and pick up some gear. Got to do it. I got me that I would do it. State of Florida cap last week. So somebody wanted me to wear an FSU cap when I'm doing pregame shows. I'm wearing an FSU cap today, a really sweet one, I might add. Shout out to my friend Trey Jones, golf coach, Florida State. Very cool. Uh, but, and that's Legacy Golf Course, obviously, but I do need a football one as well. So, yeah. got, My wife told me, that, what, what is an unreasonable number of hats to own? Ooh, wrong guy to ask. Okay, so. Own, whatever that number is, I exceed it. Gentlemen, I'm asking you this question, and maybe there's a few, there are a few ladies out there that can relate to this. So, ever since I went bald, or I made the decision to shave my head because I was balding, right? I'm not pulling a Tom Brady up in here. Getting thicker hair as I get older, a lion's mane, uh, absurd as it is, having jawline surgery and withering away to a buck seventy while I tell people that my life is complicated. That's not happening in here. Right. I you, just own it. I just shave the head and move on. Your cheekbones emerge like you're the Punisher logo. Ooh, ooh. Whole time he was talking, ooh, my life is complicated. He looks ridiculous. You've got to straighten out that backhand. 
So ever since that I, you know, did the bald thing, shaved my head, you see, I got hair. I have hair, but if I grow it out, I got this big bald spot up here, so I can't do it. I, you know, I wasn't gonna do that. Maybe for Halloween. You, you want? You could to, be yeah. Jimbo. Yeah, I could with the isthmus. Yeah. Um, oh but, man, if you did a full segment for a Halloween show in Jimbo's voice, and then I grew this yes. out and had it. Do you know how viral that would go? Yeah, but it would Jim, reach his desk. Jimbo would call me. Yeah, he would. Yeah, but he might even laugh. It about was pretty it. good. He might even laugh about it. Yeah, not so bad, Jeff. Dos, did you see it? Did you see it, Dos? Come check it in. You remember Jeff? So here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, I come to it with you. I'm right here. I did it. Well, ever since that happened, <laughs> Tom's hair is all that TP12. The alkalinity has kept your hair vibrant. He's like a chia pet. So here's here's my question. Uh, I ended up, uh, you know, because it's not good for your skin, and I I golf a lot, and you know, I was told by the dermatologist, "Hey man, get it together. You can start wearing a hat. You're gonna hurt yourself. It's tender up there. You got to wear a cap." Stop. You, can, you can't wear a visor, you bald ass. Got to wear a real hat. So then you start collecting hats just because, you know, you, you, want, a, you want variety. Well, over the years, uh, I have, I mean, accrued, Tom, some, I don't know how many hats, but it's a lot. I don't feel as bad. I see 30s and 35s in there, which is, I'd say, the ballpark I'm in. There's usually six to eight in heavy rotation at any right, given right. time. Right, right. You have your Mets one that you wear all the yeah. time, and you have a Florida State one that you wear a lot. Well, I get a new Mets one every year. Right. You know, the new the new fitted one. Admittedly, yeah. I have like eight Pirates caps. I, there's just, It's too many. I don't need eight. So, I don't know. I This is where I'm getting to, and then I'm going to move on. I probably have 50 or 60 hats. Oh, wow. You mm. might exceed my hat count. And my wife is, like, getting frustrated. She's like, what the hell with the hats? I mean, because, you know, like, you'll look over and then, because I'm not great about putting them back. Yeah. I yep. put the pet hat They're on everywhere. the door. I got a hat up on the kitchen counter. I got the hat on the table, the living room table, over the mm -hmm. chair. I got a hat right by the front door where I go out where we have a coat holder, you know, hanger, and I'll grab a hat. But she's like, these are for coats. This is not for a hat. This Ooh. Is, this oh, not, all right. Well, but, you know, if you put four of them on there, you know, <laughs> yeah, like the next thing you know. So this is what happens. Then you double up on the one, and then it falls off. It falls off. off. Yeah. Oh, I'll oh, have yeah. three. I've had three or four stacked on one. She's like, what? <laughs> What are we doing here? It works. Yeah, it takes up just the one space. Don't touch it. So I don't know what is uh, fair. I should probably uh, get rid of like 30. So when I was younger, little lad, I had a Tampa Bay Lightning bin. It was those trash bins. Remember the tall ones? They look like you know tennis ball tubes, just mm -hmm. giant versions of them. And that's where I would put all of the hats. It would be stacked that way with the bill facing up so that I could go through it. I just need one of those. I need one of those again because I'm the same way. On the couch, the banister for the staircase, the counter in the kitchen, mm -hmm. the key rack. We have a key rack, not a coat rack. And then you put your, your hat on it. Uh, oh, the, it's the tables. Banking you the, do. I mean, yeah. 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 No, so bottom line is she's not wrong to say let's move it along with some of these hats, but you, it's a, there's always, I mean, a hat that no longer looks good that you love mm -hmm. because it represents a, a time and a place and a moment. I've got a FSU College World Series hat that I bought in Omaha as I was leaving a, a restaurant bar um, 
with Eric Llewellyn. And we were walking back over to uh, TD Ameritrade. I think what, was that the first year? Was I yeah, can't remember. Rosenblatt. Well, it was probably Rose. Yeah, no, it was Rosenblatt. You're right. It was still Rosenblatt. And we were walking back, and this guy was. It was kind of like a a bootleg FSU College World Series hat. It was all white, fitted. It was the first of those. Wow. First of those flex. Flex fit. Yes. Yeah, it says it in the lining. Flex fit. Yes. Sure. It was the first time I'd ever seen flex fit or something akin to it. And it's just gorgeous. You never see it. It was all white with, with the baseball, FSU baseball logo. It was with the bats like that. It was sweet as hell. It is sweet. I've worn it out. It's beat to hell. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Sweat stains. and It's just, it's ruined. But I cannot get rid of it. I still have my high school golf hat. And the season is now in high school golf. I mean, it's disgusting, yeah. and whoever embroidered it did so in a cave because it's not even lined up. You've got the three C's <laughs> and the black outline, and the yellow of the C on a red hat extends beyond the outline. I mean, it just it's terrible. It's disgusting, but I didn't get another one. Mm-hmm. I only had one. Most everybody got two or three hats. I only had the one, and it's going on almost 20 years now. Well, it's been a lot longer than that since we've played LSU, so let's add to the ledger of goodness. If you look at Florida State's all-time record against LSU, it's nice. It's good. It's it's weighty. I feel great about what's transpired in this rivalry, so maybe it happens. I would uh, someday dare say, and we'll see, if Florida State is able to successfully maneuver their way out of this conference in the very near future, I would embrace the hell out of a biannual or you know every four years, six years, whatever it would be, matchup with LSU. They've got good fans. I got no problem with LSU yep. fans. Yep. It's a blast to go to a game there. It's good food, good people, good music, good times. I take it to Baton Rouge any given year. I'd be fine with it, as opposed to saying like, "Oh, we get to go play Kentucky this week." You know what I mean? So you'd be that would be ideal. That part of it I do. I do allow myself to daydream. All right. I do this with the Big Ten as well. But admittedly, despite having to immerse yourself with the rest of the mouth breathers of the SEC, you would get the opportunity to travel to LSU. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and think about a town like Auburn, for example. If we had, you know, a situation where we got a road game, you could do the show here. Even if we didn't want to do something up there for Friday, you do the show here and still be there for happy hour. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's not a concept we're used to. You'd have yeah. to hop on a plane yeah. to get somewhere. But but if the show was over at 3.15, you'd have to get on a plane to get anywhere in the ACC within a reasonable hour, within a reasonable time frame. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're there dead at night at the earliest. But to be able to drive places... Come on now. Oh, well, I mean, going to see FSU Alabama, FSU Auburn, FSU LSU. F- yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Even F- Arkansas. FSU, jo- well, Arkansas is the way. FSU Georgia, driving up to Athens. Yeah. yeah. My niece, one of my nieces goes to do a to Friday UGA show right in, in Atlanta and then pop up in the morning. It'd be great. Never been to Athens. Gotta oh, be- you haven't? No. Fantastic. One so- of the good. One of the very good college towns. Slowly crossing these things off the list. Come on, buddy. We got to get you speed up the timeline with you. We got to get you going there. It's good times. Chef Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Come on, come on, Friday, get here, Sunday, get here. I'm ready. I'm done talking about it. You know, I feel like we've analyzed it every which way to Sunday. It's a bad thing to say to be a sports talk show is to talk about it. I'm done talking about this game. I don't know what else there is to talk about. Well, we finally discussed relative quarterback skills today. That was, that was new. We haven't really broached that before today given that Daniels and Nussmeyer are limited at that position. Not exactly Brian Kelly-level recruits. That's what LSU fans would say. Yeah, they... No, quarterback's not the position you go into in this game for them and say, oh, man, we're at a decided disadvantage. That's nice to, to be able to say that. Yeah, we're not in that situation. Um, I think, you know, for us, most of the time, we're going to be talking about the offensive line, versus, especially against the good teams, Clemson, Miami, maybe even Florida at the end of the year. Certainly, uh, we mentioned it with NC State and their defensive line, and we'll mention it here with LSU. Those games are the games where the first thing we're going to bring up is the line of scrimmage. Can Florida State, though improved, do enough to give Jordan time to uh, make something happen? Can he, can he, Can you establish any sort of running game? Can you create some balance? Can you win first down enough to maybe even run tempo? Um, that'd be interesting to see. Can they run tempo and try to wear these guys down? I think that's their goal. Uh, I think probably so. For the season. their effort, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big if. It's one of the ones that early on uh, you'll be watching because you're nervous. You know, you're, you're nervous about the interior holding up against this group of NFL-bound defense tackles. Uh, it's, it's a tough ask, but you can just – you don't have to win the day. You just can't lose it constantly. Just neutralize that a little bit, you know? Uh, have that be a standstill, and I think most people would feel pretty good because that opens up a lot of stuff that you want to do, and it gives Jordan time to throw the football against uh, some receivers we think have an opportunity in this game. Do you feel any better today than you did on Monday? We usually play that game. You know, I had to um, as well ask for the staff's picks, and um, they needed to be in today. Yeah, and because we put them in the report. The right. Warchant Report. So I put my uh, pick in, did it on uh, StreamYard there, and uh, when I sat down to do it and I had to hit record on the camera, I thought, well, who am I picking? What am I doing? I, I was about to hit record. I still didn't know who I was picking. And I can tell that I'm still a little bit suspect. I, I still don't quite believe that they're where they need to be to win a game like this. I, I'm not wouldn't be shocked if they did, but I, I I put the edge to LSU ever so slightly, and so uh, that's the route I went. I gave it. I gave the uh, final score like three points in favor of LSU. Just to ask for term definition purposes, a game like this, what do you mean by that? Because LSU isn't exactly going to be running down the West this year, so they're 
they have talented players, but they're not exactly what you think. You think they're a top twenty program by the end of the year? Is that where they could be? I picked them as more of a surprise team in the West. Okay. You know, if you look at their win totals projected by Vegas, obviously Vegas noting that it's Brian Kelly's first year, average a quarterback at the very best, you're in the West, coming off a tough season. Yeah, I mean, I think it was six and a half, whatever it might be. I said I thought LSU could be a foil. They could bother some people. They're good enough to beat some people that they're not projected to currently. So I'm just telling you, I think that they're probably a top 25 team by season's end, at least in terms of the the talent and the way that they're playing. Uh, Again, you may end up having uh, an average-ass record because you do have a difficult schedule if you're them. I mean, by definition, where you are, it's very difficult. But I I think they're going to be better than people think. I'm really pleased that we play them this early. Very pleased that we play them this early. Because I do think that as they get more acclimated to what it is he's running, what he wants to do, look, at the core of what he does, it's the four vert stuff, and that's not going to change. Most of these guys do not radically shift what they believe in, what they do, what their core principles are in terms of running an offense. I remember coach. I've heard a lot of coaches talk about that, but Jimbo did too. I remember he used to say, well, no, these guys – they don't change much, you know. But they, they just talked a lot about how they may run some things off of that. But they're they're going to go back to what they do. I think he will too. It's just a matter of how quickly can everybody get up to speed, be on the same page, and, and they can find a rhythm offensively. I, if they can, they may not have the quarterback for it. Right. Well, and they don't love their running backs right now. They've got a couple that can play a little bit, but they don't love what they. No, have there. they're not. That's not an elite position. Group. So if you're not in love with your quarterback play, such that nobody took the job, you can look at it that way. Is Brian Kelly holding out because? He knows, and he doesn't want to share, or because eh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Because mm. if that's the case, you don't you're not in love with your starting quarterback. You don't love your running back situation, especially this week. Your offensive line has a brand new left tackle and a brand new center. You like your receivers fine. Tight end should be good, but there's an unproven player in the segment group that should project to be quite a good player. That's a lot of things to be juggling on offense. If you want to, how quickly does it come together? Right. If you Again. want, if you want to pick it apart the way we would pick apart our own team, that's a lot. In fact, that might be more question marks than we are offering up about our own offense. I offer up against good defenses. How where is this offensive line at? They're better, but where are they at? I'd offer up that the same situation holds true for our receivers. Better, but just how much better? Not real sure. Jordan, how good is he on passing downs? Obvious passing downs. You know, that was an area last year I brought up the stats on him, success rate on obvious passing downs, third and longer, second and ten, whatever. He wasn't very good there. Now, in fairness to him, and I brought this up too, how could he be? Who was he throwing to and this offensive line was there? He was open. Right. So very few people were open, and the offensive line didn't provide you a lot of time. When Florida State got into an obvious drop-back pass situation, he was at a distinct disadvantage. He also wasn't great at it. So – when he did have a guy, he didn't always hit him. So that's how far along collectively has all of that come when you play the better teams, the, the more talented teams. I don't know the answer to that. We play the games for a reason. It's okay for us to speculate. There's conjecture before every year. I get all of that. We don't know. One, that's the debate that everybody has within the fan base. Yeah, one test is to, you know, he, a lot of times, it feels like, is looking for the perfect play to run. Either pre-snap, he'll hold the offensive line for an extra 15 seconds, and you're like, for crying out loud, these guys, even after we snap, they're going to be <laughs> just mm-hmm. kind of frozen. 
But if he's somebody who was looking for the perfect play or even somebody to come open, and that was in his brain as a habit, and now he has people that actually do get open, so it doesn't have to be a perfect play, you could see the numbers jump leaps and bounds, or your confidence yeah. level when he drops back jump leaps and bounds because he believes that something's going to be there. If you don't believe anything is... Well, waiting he was for conditioned you. after a while to understand nothing was going to be there. I mean, last right. year he knew there, there's not going to be a lot here. But it would be like, okay, I'm really good at rhetoric and I can sell some things, but if I've got to give a 30-minute synopsis of, you know, whatever, yeah. five years worth of research, and I've never read the research, I mean, good, you're you're st- yeah, well, the clock's ticking. That's what it must feel like for a quarterback, except you're, you're under physical duress on top of all of that. So his command of the offense is much better. That was shown in camp, and that by definition means you're going to have an opportunity to be decisive and feel more confident pre-snap, not only about what you're doing and and your understanding of it. Like they always say, if you really want to know if you know something, can you teach it? All right, so fine. Uh, You know, I think he has a better understanding of – if he were on the whiteboard, he could talk to you about this offense in much more definitive terms. I agree with that. It's what you're talking about. Does he believe the other guys? Yeah, does he believe that Johnny's going to be open on third and seven? And And if so – And that he's going to be where he's supposed to be? Right. And if so, does he cut it loose? Which it looks like the answer might be yes on the cut it loose part, which is exciting. I, I believe that more now than I did before the Duquesne game. Because what I saw in the Duquesne game, and I understand the opponent, was a continuation of the better moments I saw in camp. So now I know it's not only in him in practice, it's also potentially in him in a, in a scoreboard situation where the game counts, which is not the same for his backup. You know, Something you and I have not discussed and it could be very, very intriguing in this game, is uh, both teams, but in particular Florida State, for whatever reason we're not talking as much about Florida State's defense, but can they get pressure off the edge? Because we don't know that. There is no way to find that out. The, the, The game last week, by game plan, and I might note that it was an intelligent game plan, they were not, Duquesne was not going to let their guy sit back there and take an ass kicking which was smart. He knew they couldn't block him, and he just decided we're getting the ball out and we're going home. We're shortening the game. We're letting the play clock run all the way down before we snap it. Let's get the hell out of Judge. Let's get our check, and let's go home. Good. Smart play. When you're when you're grossly, grossly outmatched, you should do that. But it didn't give us a chance to really know anything about just how effective uh, in, any of our defensive ends would look. I like this situation because of the inexperience at two key positions, which means to me that they're going to commit three bodies to Lovett and Cooper in the middle. So this this is your best chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, against a team like LSU, that offensive line next year is going to be in a far different position unless they have injuries in camp. You got one-on-ones. Go win a couple one-on-ones. Come on. Because they're going to have to devote so much resources to stopping 91-0 and zero up the middle that Briggs and McClendon and Verse should be in one-on-ones. Think Sam McCall is returning kicks in this game? I don't. Probably not. But, I mean, I also would have a one-strike policy for kickoffs in general in this game. Short of the kid, for some reason, having nerves and and it lands in your arms at the 18-yard line, if you mess up once, if we turn a a gunner loose one time, that's it. I'm only starting inside my own, my own 20 yard yeah, line. Yeah, how once. tired of you at this point? Yes. I mean, yes, we all are. It's absurd. But you get one. I'm going to give you one. And that's the <laughs> message. John, tell them. You get one. They get one. 
Yeah, because it's just got to stop. We were talking about this yesterday, and, you know, Ira rightfully pointed out, well, he's a freshman. Well, man, no, this is back on the coaches. I'm not blaming the kid. This is not me blaming Sam McCall, who was tentative and half-stepping. I'm blaming coaches for putting a kid back there and having him, you know, in that situation. Clearly, he wasn't ready. It, it it was overwhelming to him. Yeah, and even that first one, he's got a guy bearing down on him. It's a Duquesne player. Jesus, guys. Let Sam choose. Against Duquesne, you should be able to choose which path you get to the 30-plus yard line. You'd like to think, but it hadn't happened, and so that frustrates the hell out of me here. Give yourself a, a, a fair opportunity. Take it at the 25, be done with it if you don't have anything. And, and if there's not somebody that's going to be back there and be more decisive, as in get it and go. It's now. It's put your foot in the ground and go I mean, listen, I ne- I've never wanted to return a punt or a kick for the reason that you might guess. It seems detrimental to your health. Uh, that's a difficult task. But there are some people that you see do it, and you're like, they were born to do that. These guys love it. I remember watching Tamaric Vanover. You're like, oh, he, he saw it as a chance to exploit, a chance to showcase, a chance. You know, Dion could do things that, I mean, that vision was unreal, almost like a point guard with you know, otherworldly vision, court vision. Some guys have that, others don't. They see it and they attack it because they're they're tapping into a yeah. skill that they have and a, and a talent that few others do. Others are just asked to do it. It's very much for a punt returner, kind of like what Dalvin does as a running back, which is Setting crazy you up to say. A bit, yeah, yeah, he's like, all right, I'm going to manipulate you so you all play this way and yeah, I'm going to go. Here we go. All right, let's do some probables here. Let's uh, fire it up. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Astros, Rangers, 2-1 to one, Texas in the third. Christian Javier, Martin Perez, Pirates beat the Brewers last night. That was stunning. Zach Thompson, Freddie Peralta, that game's tied. Nothing, nothing in the third. Padres, Giants, Joe Musgrove, Alex Wood. Orioles, Guardians, Jordan Lyles, Tristan McKenzie. Cardinals, Reds, Jose Quintana. That creep can roll, man. Mike Miner. Rays, Marlins, Drew Rasmussen, TBD, A's, Nats, James Kaplan, Annabelle Sanchez, Cubs, Blue Jays, TBD, Michael White, Dodgers, Mets, Tyler Anderson, and Jacob DeGrom. Let's get it on. I'm skipping way ahead. Yanks, Angels, Garrett Cole, Patrick Sandoval, finally Phillies, D-backs, Bailey Falter, Tommy Henry. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Thanks to all of you. We'll be back tomorrow on a Redemption Thursday. Peace.